but most times they're always like, okay, I can tell you care about my child and go ahead and do what you got to do. Um, like I just, I visited all of my students um, the last, last week and the week before, um, dropped off Christmas gifts. A couple of my kids, they never log on ever to our remote learning. And, but I still stopped out their houses. And the one kid, I was like, look, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't talk to your mom. I don't call, I text your mom every day to get you on. You're still not logging on. What's going on? I'm like, I need you logged on because I need you to learn. I don't need, I don't want you falling behind. I want you to come on and have fun. All your friends is on. Why do you want? Like trying to peer pressure them a little bit. Uh-huh. The next day. Um. <laughs> but Crystal, okay, but listen, what makes you do that? Not, not every teacher is doing that. Like what makes you go and stop by a student's house that's not logging on and have that conversation? I, I want everyone to do well. I want their dreams to come true. I, when I see what happens to black men in America, that bothers me. And I know that a lack of education can sometimes make that more prevalent in black boys' lives um, and black women's lives. Um, and I know that education is one of the ways to help prevent certain things from happening. Um, there are people that are lost out in the world and they end up making, sometimes it is poor decisions that make people, that have bad things happen, but sometimes it ain't. I mean, let's be real, sometimes it's not, because um, systemic racism is real. Um, but I want, I don't ever want to have a doubt in my mind that anything happening to any of my scholars is because of something I did not do as an educator. Um, and I know that parents need help. Um, because as a parent, I know that there are times when I need somebody to step in and be like, now, Crystal, you ain't have to say that to your son like that. Like, whether it's an aunt and uncle or just a friend that was nearby that happened to overhear something. Um, even my sister had to check me a couple of times. But, like, parents need help. Um, yes. And even, like, in this whole pandemic, not being able to find a babysitter for my own children when I know I need a respite. You know, I need a break. Um, I know that some of these parents need a break as well. Um, and sometimes hearing something from someone the same thing your parent is saying to you from yes. somebody sometimes makes a difference it does like that I is know, so true yeah like i know that um the little boy who i was particularly speaking of i know that his mom is saying stuff to him and he's just not listening and i was like well and i didn't ask her how could i help but i knew that she would uh, i knew that she would accept what i was saying to him just right. based on the conversations i've had with her yes um but the thing is, bottom line is I really do care. Um, and I want to see them be successful. And then because compassion fatigue is also a real thing, I know that if I don't do my best on my part, I will more than likely feel guilty that there's something maybe more I could have done. Um, okay. Like if there were, maybe there was something more I could have done to help this child be, to not fail or to be more successful um so okay so and i'm a yeah. I'm, I'm a digger i get up under the skin so yeah. let me so so when when you say um because you want them to be successful what does that mean what what are you really trying to give them so do i want all my kids to go to college i mean not necessarily because they don't all need to go to college to, for their dreams to come true 
Some of them don't know what their dreams are. And I do ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do when you grow up? Some of them don't know yet. And I said, well, our goal this year is to try to figure out what that is. Um, so that's what I mean by being successful, by coming up with something that you want to do and working towards that. Um, some of my scholars have some real talents. Like there's one, um, there's like two kids in my class. They are phenomenal artists and they're 10 years old. They can draw anything. They can create anything. They can paint anything. And I'm like, what you going to do with that? Like, what do you want to do with that? And they don't know what they want to do with it. And I was like, well, we got to figure something out here. There's something. Right. You can't, can't go to waste. We got to figure out what we're going to do with that. There are some phenomenal athletes. Um, but then they're also like borderline genius. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do with both these things? Because you can, you can play ball and you can still, you know, have this academic stuff going on the side. What are we going to do with this? 100%. That kid, kid kind of knows what he wants to do. And I was like, all right, well, let's make it happen. Like, I need you logged on every day. I need you asking questions. I need you to participate. And when you don't get it, you got to speak up. Um, it's, it's not about making them successful to get them to go to college. It's about helping them realize their potential and helping them have their dreams come to fruition. That's the okay. Bottom. Okay. Okay. So now, now you're getting to my stuff. Now you're getting to my stuff. We're talking about dreams coming to fruition. And yeah. that is my ballpark. <laughs> tour. All right. So we've talked about, uh, you mentioned young black males. Uh, and some of the issues that we're facing in society today. You mentioned wanting your children to have, wanting to empower your students. Yes. And for them to be able to determine their own destiny and realize their full potential, right? Yes. Which is right in line with why I wrote Finding My Why, which mm -hmm. was to encourage and inspire kids to, to let them know that, hey, you have a gift. You mm -hmm. have something inside you that you can use to impact the world. Let's find out what that is and get about the business of making that a reality. Yes. Right. And the main character of the book is a black male, a black boy, mm -hmm. you know, and that was intentional. It yes. doesn't mean the book is only for black kids. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 But we have to move beyond that. The, the, the student, the, the child is black because I, as a black male, grew up in a world where a lot of black kids did not see themselves becoming anything but athletes or entertainers, potentially. And if right. that did not work out, there was no other plan. Right. You know, and that might not have even been their gift. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just the only thing they thought they could do that would improve their circumstances. Right. Exactly. Right? they shouldn't be limited in their scope to only being those things. And that might not be what they're created to be or mm -hmm. what, where their gifts are. Right. So they need a, they need a broader sense of reality and a broader picture of what they can become. And that's what I was trying to achieve with the book was to open their perspective and get them to see themselves in a different way and get them to accept that I have something inside me. Let me find out what it is. Yes. Let me use it to its fullest. Right. Yes. So I have a kindred connection with you because I think you in your avenue, in your vein, are working to achieve the same thing mm -hmm. for your kids. Right. Yes, sir. So do you think our current education system is set up in a way that makes it conducive to teachers achieving that objective? to helping kids realize their full potential and 
identify what their gifts are and really go down the path to being what they're what they what they're strongest in, right? Or is it still producing workers? 